Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and tonight we are doing another build a deck booster pack, but this time with Eldritch Moon. Last time I did Shadows Over Innistrad, this time we did Eldritch Moon, but I brought along a special guest, my good pal Alec, who helped me along, and we built some pretty awesome decks that you will hear. I had to split the episode into two because oh, we went on like over three and a half hours and it was a bit crazy. So this is the first half. Next week I will release the second half of it. And you hear the stunning conclusion, especially of what rare I got and also what awesomer decks that we built as well. So before we begin, I need to do a few ads to keep the lights on in the house. And let's start it off with this episode is featured on LegitMTG.com. LegitMTG.com not only has some really well-written articles, but also offers free shipping on orders on all orders over $2 or more. Ever get tired of going to other sites and just have to buy some cheap singles and shipping costs more than what you're buying? No more. Any order over $2 or more has free shipping at LegitMTG.com. I feel like I should almost start doing these ads with... um sort of like old 50s, 60s style news radio, like, LegitMTG.com, not only has really well written articles, but also has fair shipping. My God, this is a deal of a lifetime. Yeah. It might be more entertaining to do than just hearing my voice. All right, next one. This week's episode is brought to you by Horizon Datasys, makers of Rollback RX. Do you ever wish you could take your PC back in time and restore to a pristine state? Rollback RX not only allows you to bring your machine back to any point in time, but it's a great way to recover from a bad driver update, viruses, or even a botched installation. Horizon Datasys doesn't tend to discount their product often as they know it's going to save you hundreds of dollars in recovering your PC. But for listeners of Magic Wazubi, they provided us an exclusive discount. Visit https colon slash slash goo.gl slash capital D I capital B V A capital F for 25% off rollback RX. And as usual, I will be sure to tweet that link out after the episode is aired. And last, but certainly extremely not least, Five Color Combo is a great resource to find custom tokens, playmats, or other accessories and learn more about Magic the Gathering while keeping up with the latest news and strategies. They've also developed the premier app for getting better at limited called Magic Drafter. Go to fivecolorcombotoday.com, fivecolorcombotoday.com, fivecolorcombo.com today, or click on the links in the description to check it out. I'm really good at reading copy, just so you all know. And if you want to find Magic with Zuby, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, mtgcast.com. If you wish to email me with any questions at all, mtgzuby at gmail.com. Magic with Zuby is also on Facebook at facebook.com slash magic with Zuby, as well as Twitter at magic with Zuby. We are also holding... Another giveaway pretty soon, whenever the new Dual Decks Nissa versus Obnixilis comes out, I'm going to be holding another giveaway to one lucky winner, and it'll be something similar. I'll, I'll say a code word during the podcast, and you have to email me that code word in the subject line. So anyways, let's begin and get on with the show.
right, so how's it going, man? Not too bad, man. How about yourself? Ugh, work. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey, I know that feeling. It seems like that's just about all I do these days is work and the occasional magic, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much down to, like, paper magic. I'm down to one time a week, just Fridays now. Yeah. Because I was, I was going Mondays and Fridays. Mondays was modern and Friday F&M, obviously. And now it's just F&Ms. I'm, I'm working late, usually Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Ugh, just, yeah. Just too much, man. That sounds like too much. You're, you're working too hard. <laughs> I know. So I rewarded myself today by doing absolutely nothing. Boom. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask you if you managed to get yourself to a game day today or not, but... No, actually, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going. Oh, excellent! Tomorrow afternoon, I'm gonna bring good old Bant Company. Hey, that's a plan. I mean, yeah. it's it seems like it's a pretty damn fine deck, so I, I don't I don't fault you at all for that one. Oh, it is. You can if you can tell in my voice how excited I am to play it. It's, <laughs> it's just I literally don't want to invest in anything else right now. No, I it's, can't say that I blame you. It, it's so close to rotation and. I mean, I went to F&M last night and got first place with Bant Coco and didn't even feel good about it. <laughs> no, I, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, while Eldritch Moon is a cool set and it's, you know, a lot of fun drafting it and everything else, it didn't, it doesn't seem like it did a whole lot to shake up Constructed, which I guess was kind of not all that surprising, but Bant Company is still a really, really good deck. And uh, I don't I don't see any reason why you should have to invest in a new deck before rotation happens anyway. Yeah, I mean, it did bring along a lot of Emerge decks and Delirium, which those look really awesome and fun to play from what I've seen. Yeah, but I mean, you, you still got the two decks that were the staples in the format beforehand that are still doing just as good. You know, so if yeah. you've already invested in one of those decks, I don't see any reason why grab something else they're still tier one and you're probably like well you experienced it yourself you're still gonna win with that deck so no reason to switch yeah definitely but it's still i mean i don't know it, it's not fun yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll just be straight up i mean while winning is fun winning with that deck is is not fun because it's just a foregone conclusion sometimes yeah i mean i definitely had some good games last night but it's definitely if it wasn't for collect a company there's no way I would have won those games out legit legitimately. Oh, that card is so busted. <laughs> I know. It, it's funny because I hate playing it in standard, but I love playing it in my elf deck in modern. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like, I'm just going to throw up all the elves. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's the, the cool thing about that in modern is that, you know, a card like that, while it's still strong and still powerful, it's not this overpowered monster like it is in standard. Yeah. So it's definitely not gonna be sad to see it go. No. Um, it's I'm, I've been debating. I've been talking with some other people at LGSs whether is Bant Company worse or is Abzan worse? What or was Abzan worse? <sighs> at least Abzan had some different flavors. You could do Abzan Aggro, Abzan Midrange, Abzan Control. This is before Battle for Zendikar. Yeah, I, I think. In terms of just, like, staleness, I think Bant Company is worse. Because it's like you said, I mean, you know, when we were playing Abzan, at least it was, you know, you had different flavors of it. 
Yeah. And and the Abzan deck that won last week is not the same deck as the Abzan deck that was going to win this week, you know? Yeah. It was always, like, they were always filtering it to be a little bit more aggressive when the format slowed down, and then when it sped up, they got a little bit more controlling. I mean, it, it, they all had four Seedra, I know, but, I mean, it was still... You didn't quite know always what flavor of Obzon you're going to run into, but if if you see the Bantlands coming down, it's like okay, well I know exactly how this is going to end. Pretty much, yeah. I, I guess yeah. When you look at it that way, there's different flavors of Obzon and one flavor of Bant Company. Yeah, no, there there and there aren't. It's not like you can do much playing around with Bant Company either. With with Obzon, you could at least play around with it and. You know, if you wanted to mix it up and be a little bit of weird with your Obzon deck, you could. Bant Company is one of those lists that I... It doesn't seem very tinkerable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the only kind of tinkering that I do that I see a lot of people don't play right now is the Eldrazi Displacer with it. Oh, interesting. With... Because uh, it's bouncing back Reflector Mages. You know, that's just... Oh, yeah. Pure... No, that's just dirty. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> That's you could lock someone out of the game just about doing that. I mean, it's it's I had I lived the dream of having displacer plus two reflector mages in a uh, seal tournament once. And that was just Holy like, shit. I felt I felt dirty <laughs> just Holy locking people shit. out of the game. It, and, and I didn't have any win conditions, really. Like I didn't have anything big. It was just that. And I would just it, I called it a concede deck because I would just lock people out and eventually they would just say, yeah, I'm done. So. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's a dirty combo, man. That is a dirty combination of cards. Yeah, that that's definitely dirty. Oh, man. So for people that don't know, tonight we're going to be, and I think I told you this before, that we're going to be building a deck out of a booster pack. And, Yay! And what I mean by that is it's sort of, it's going to be very similar to what I did, uh, got probably five episodes ago or so where I had a booster pack of Shadows of Innistrad, and I tried to build a deck out of each card. So they're going to try to be separate decks. There may be some cards that we pull that are going to may fit in with one of the decks we built. And this time I'm actually going to save the deck list and post them up on the website so that you guys actually see what we built. Excellent. Yeah, that was a really cool thing when you did that uh, those few episodes ago, so I'm, I'm glad I get to be a part of it this time, because that just seems like way too much fun. Oh, it's fun. It's um, The only things that we're not going to be building are, obviously, if I pull any lands, there's pretty much no point in doing that. No, that's just silly. <laughs> and, um, I mean, if we get any real meta cards, like a Liliana of the Last Hope or something like that, it's, I mean, to me, it's just sort of like, oh, well, we can just build Salt-Eye Delirium or Black-Green black Delirium, you know? Yeah, uh, it, I think the whole point of this is just to be a little bit crazy with some of the, the, the commons and uncommons that you see in just about every draft that you do, but yeah. maybe don't get to see when you're playing Constructed. All right, yeah, pretty much. So, I don't know if you're ready or prepared, but I basically have the program cockatrice up and I just have it filtered down with all the standard sets so I can easily look them all up. I don't know if you need. To... Yeah, I've got, well, I've got gatherer up and then I've also got, I've actually, here's my weirdness. I actually have some, uh, like spreadsheet type things that I've 
had for drafts and stuff like that up. So I've I've got a database that I can search through in case in case we get a little stuck. Are are you having some mic issues right now? There's just a lot of background noise or something. Is there? I was afraid of that. Oh. Let me see what I can do. All right. just where I have myself set up is not the best location. <laughs> Dude, I've been there, done that. I did um one of the podcasts I did a few weeks ago. I did it in the garage because I was bored sitting at my desk. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm where we've got my big computer. My wife took my uh, my laptop down to Orlando, and um, where I've got my big computer set up is like right next to the kitchen, so I'm probably getting some echo in off of the kitchen. Oh, Okay. No, it just sounds like some feedback or noise or something. Yeah, that could be my washer. I don't know. Oh. Well, no, it, no, it'll be fine. Okay. All right. So before I open it up, I always like to make the little booster pack noise. Oh. If you can <laughs> it's just such to, a pretty noise. I know. Just to prove that I do have the booster pack. And what I do when I open it is I open it and I just look at the top card. I don't go past that first card until we build an actual deck. All right. So I, I don't even want to know what the next card is. I, I want it. I want us to be completely surprised when we do. Now, it. are we doing? Are we doing? I'm I'm hoping that the answer to this is yes. But we're doing strictly standard, right? Or are we are we branching into modern as well? No, no, no. Just standard. Okay. <laughs> much right. much smaller card pool. Modern. I'll a sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah, modern or legacy? Hell no. I don't. My my knowledge of the card pool with modern and legacy is nowhere near that great. I only know, like, the meta cards. That's it. Right. I got you. All right. So here I'm going to open it up. Uh, that sound. That glorious sound. That's uh, a pretty shitty open. <laughs> hey, doesn't matter if you get the cards out, right? All right. All right. So the first card that we have is Wretched Griff. It is a seven cost, seven colorless. Or seven generic, I think. I, th I think they consider it generic, right? Not colorless. Correct. Yeah, that's that. If it's true colorless mana, now it'll have the Eldrazi mana symbol, the yeah. butthole mana. Um, but uh, otherwise, it is just called generic mana now. Okay. So seven generic mana. It has an emerge cost of five colorless and a blue. And just in case anyone doesn't know, emerges you may cast a spell by sacking a creature in paying the emerge cost reduced by that creature's converted mana cost. And when you cast Wretched Griff, draw a card, and it's flying. Mm. So it's blue, um, and it's an emerge card. Well, I love this card, especially in Limited. This is a uh, fantastic card in Limited. Just anything that draws you a card, I mean, what immediately comes to mind is... You know, we're, we might be looking at some kind of a tempo deck with this. Something where we can gain advantage from sacking smaller creatures on our curve to get this guy out. Plus, we're drawing cards with this guy, so that's going to help us filter through our deck a little faster. So, What, what are you thinking about, like, a blue-green? The first thing that popped up on my mind was Emrakul's influence, the, the two-generic and two-green enchantment. Whenever you cast an Eldrazi creature spell with converted mana cost seven or greater, draw two cards. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I like that. So maybe like a blue-green, like almost Eldrazi ramp with some, so that we can filter through our deck faster. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. You know, I was playing um, Magic Duels 
um, this morning, there was a there was a few green creatures that would seem really good in this deck. They're the kind of creatures. I mean, really good limited creatures. They're the ones basically. Um, you know, when you sack this creature, it creates a 3-2 Eldrazi horror creature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of them's two and a green, and it's a 1-1. One, one. Oh, God, what is it? I'm going to see if I can filter through here. Foul Emissary. That's the one. Yeah, Foul Emissary, two and a green. When Foul Emissary enters the battlefield, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put him, put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order, and when you sack it, when you sack Valimissary while casting a spell with a merge, ooh, so that that just goes even more perfect with it. Put yeah. a three-two colorless Eldrazi horror creature token on the battlefield. I say we do a four of for that because it lets us yeah. dig through our deck. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I like that a lot, and especially if we're gonna be, I mean, if, if we're gonna take a merge to its fullest, I mean, that seems like a good way to go. Oh, what else? Let me see. So I, I've, so I just put in two Emrakul's influence. Unless we can do like three, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I don't know about three. Uh, I think two. I, two sounds good to me. I don't think we'd need to go too overboard with that card. And two Wretched Griff because you don't want too high of mana costs. No. And, and, I mean, really, like, how often are we going to be able to cast it for cheaper? I mean, we probably will if we've got a decent enough curve at the bottom that we yeah. can sack something to it pretty easily. Um, so we want... Well, then we don't really want to do ramp, do we? Because we do want some kind of a curve at the bottom so that way we can sack to get our emerge creatures out faster. I mean, if we're looking at a ramp, what about Leaf Gilder? Just for a mana dork. Yeah, I like that. I like that. There or, two... or would we want the Hedron Crawler for the colorless? Hmm. Well, I don't know, because are we planning on casting anything that is true colorless in the deck? Because if we're looking at playing something that requires true colorless, then I probably like Hedron Crawler a little bit better. Um, but if we just want... You know, if it doesn't matter, if if generic mana is the only kind of quote-unquote colorless mana that we're going for, I might like Leaf Gilder a little bit better, because at least then, you know, it's a 2-1, so we can swing with it if we need to, or it, it blocks a little bit better than Hedron Crawler does. True. So, mm. I guess I guess it depends on where we want this thing to top out, because if we want it, or if we're wanting something with true colorless in the mana cost, then I definitely do like Hedron Crawler. Well, I'm trying to think of any creatures that would be benefit us with that have colorless. Um, as if we're looking at getting a lot of low level guys out and then sacking them to get some huge guys out. I mean, I guess we're just looking mainly at emerge creatures then. Yeah, I think emerge creatures should probably be our top end. But uh, what about um, oh, what's the uh, what's the card? From oh, now, I'm gonna strain my neck to remember if it was Battle or Oath, but it was a it's a three two for three, sack it to reveal the top card of your library if it's a oh and, matter reshaper yeah matter reshaper does that guy require true colorless yeah he does okay well maybe that would be a reason to have true colorless in the deck 
Um, yeah, I could see that. Well, and, I mean, I don't. Hmm. Well, because say if you have matter reshaper and then you top deck foul emissary. Yeah. Then you just do even more digging because foul emissaries enters the battlefield, not when it's cast. True. Okay, I like that. So we could do some of those. Let me get Heatron Crawler in there. Yeah, De I mean, if we're going to have True Colorless in the deck, I definitely like Heatron Crawler better than Leaf Gilder. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what other creatures... I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to think of like the low-level creatures, because I can think of the big ones, like the, the Crater Hook Behemoth guy. I can't think of Oh, the uh, Decimator of the Provinces? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a sweet one to have in there. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's the uh, 10 generic mana with a merge, 6 and triple green. That when you cast Decimator of the Provinces, creatures you control get plus 2, plus 2, and gain trample until end of turn. And it itself is a 7-7 seven, seven trample haste. Hell yeah. I like it. I like it. I think that should be our top end for sure. Yeah, so we got Wretched Griff and Decimator for the Emerge. Um, what are some other... There's got to be other creatures. Um, hold on. Uh, Let me filter this out by colors. Okay. Uh, let's see. U and G. What do we... I mean, of course, there's there's the meta card that should go into probably every green deck with a curve, and of, of course, I'm thinking of um, oh. Sylvan. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I blanked for a second on the name. <laughs> Sylvan Advocate. Oh um, yeah, and it's so easy to get six lands. So yeah. What else gives us a good advantage for playing green and blue together? All right. There aren't too many gold cards that would give us a whole lot of advantage for that, is there? Um, let me check here. I'm just looking right now. I don't. Nothing really jumps out at me. There's Bring to Light, which I don't think we could play in this deck. I mean, Kiora is a would be a good digger for her negative two. Yeah, that's true. We don't have we don't have anything at the four drop slot right now either, do we? Except for Emrakul's influence. Okay. We can do Kiora for a digger. Um, geez, what else is there? No, that's white. Um, what are some other? Oh, not bring delight. No, we're not playing rhinos here. No, and well, and it just doesn't make sense. I don't think we're yeah. doing three colors in this deck anyway, so it doesn't make sense in anything that's above that. What about what about something like Din Protector to get some stuff back out of the yard after we've sacked it? Uh, return target card. Because that could return pretty much anything. Well, literally anything, actually. But Oh, you know, th that just... Um, 
That just reminded me of something. Um, well, no, because we're not trying to do delirium here, so I don't. We don't want to put too much in the graveyard, though. That's a good point. Um, shoot, because I'm because I'm trying to picture like we've got. I feel like we need we need draw power more than anything, or the ability to dig. Yeah. Um, so maybe some maybe like uh, are we thinking spells? Like we could do stuff like anticipate, I guess. To help us uh, filter a little bit through the deck. Um, yeah, anticipate would be good. Um, I mean, we could do two baby jaces. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Right now, I have it have us at twenty two creatures. Uh, two decimators, four foul emissaries, four hedron. Two Jaces, four Matter Reshaper, four Sylvan Advocates, and two Wretched Griffs. Okay. Um, are we? You're thinking? Are we? Are we pushing for more of an aggressive slant to this, or are we thinking more mid rangey, more controlly? I mean, I think right now in the meta, you'd want to be a little bit more aggressive slash mid range. Okay. Um, I mean, if we were trying to go control. We'd have to. Yeah, I don't see. I, I don't see like an emerge type deck being more controlly. No, I don't see it either. So I mean, we're not playing like counter spells or anything like that in this deck, probably. That'd be sideboard, but oh, and that's another thing. We're not going to be building sideboards, just main decks. Oh, thank it's, God. Because <laughs> yeah, it's more of a pain in the ass than anything. <laughs> um, where are we weak on our curve right now? Uh, I wish this was separated by mana cost. It's only separated by type. Um, I mean, we don't seem to be too bad. I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of thinking about Emrakul's influence may not be good. Because we have so few emerge creatures right now that I don't think that's going to be useful. I mean, we could also do Elder Deep Fiend. Because mm. when you cast that, you tap up to four target permanents. Um, what are some other emerge creatures that I'm just not thinking of here? Let's see, I'm going to do a search by type here for emerge. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gather, you sick. Trying to find ones that are going to be at least helpful to us. Yeah, that, well, I mean, that's the other thing, too, isn't it? Because... See, a, I don't see too many others that are low enough on the curve, really. Because if we put too many in there, that's just gonna that's gonna be a shit. Yeah. Show. The only other one that I see that looks even decent that I would only want just for board presence would be it of the horde swarm. Oh, that's the one that when you cast it, you put the uh, two one one green insect tokens on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that guy. I mean, 
I mean, look, we're playing Decimator of the Province here. Any any token that we put out onto the battlefield is just going to be huge when that guy hits the board. So I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, we could put him in there. Um, I'm going to get rid of the Emrakul's influence because I don't see that even helping us that much. Uh, it might be a little too cute. I yeah. I'd love for it to work, but... I mean, it would be sweet if it did. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Let's just be, in our hypothetical world, if it was in Magical Christmas Land, if it worked, it would be really sick. Yes, it would. Um. Oh, what's that? What's that one? I think it's a sorcery. Oh, where is it? It's a blue sorcery. It's sort of like Tygen scheming. Oh, um... Or is it contingency plan? I actually don't know what that does. It's one in a blue. It Look at the top five cards of your library, put any number of them into your graveyard, and the rest back on top of your library in any order. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, this is just basically a functional reprint of Tygon Scheming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Since we're not doing anything that really interacts with our graveyard at all or cares about our graveyard, I don't know if this is really the filter card that we want. Or what about Gather the Pack? Reveal the top five cards of your library. You may put a creature card from among them into your hand, put the rest into your graveyard. I like that a little bit better. Yeah, I think I like that better. Especially, okay. since, especially since it's putting it directly into our hand. True, um, yeah. The fact that Contingency Plan puts it back on top of our deck means we're going to have to wait another turn to draw it unless we have a way to force a draw. I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm think i willing to sacrifice the, um, the fact that we're putting stuff into our graveyard if, it, if we can get something that we want to go directly to our hand. That seems fine to me. Okay. Um... Oh, you know what? What about, um... Let me see. Let me take a look at the Oath cards. What about Oath of Nyssa? Just for yeah. trying to get reveal a creature land or planeswalker. I mean, that's going to give us a lot of consistency. I mean, it's basically... What is it? The green uh, the green ponder is what everybody called it? Pretty much. And just for people who don't know, when Oath of Nyssa enters the battlefield, look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature, land, or planeswalker card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library in any order. And then you may spend mana of, as though it were mana of any color to cast planeswalkers. Yeah, I think I like that. I mean, we're obviously that the second part of that is going to do squat for us because I don't see us casting. I mean, we only have Giora. As of right now, right? If yeah. We, if we keep Giora in the deck. So I don't... You know, the second part of that card isn't going to help us at all, but that's not the reason you play the card anyway. No, so. of course not. Yeah, um, I like that. That's a good find. That one's good. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um... Let's see here. 
Avatar the Resolute? Oh, that's right. Avatar Resolute still in standard. Sorry, I'm just looking at <laughs> creatures. <laughs> I'm like, I thought that rotated out. No, it's hardened scales that rotated out. Yeah. You know, the card that actually made Avatar of the Resolute playable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shoot. What else is there? What have we... All right. What have we got so far? We are at 38 cards altogether. I have not put in any land yet. How um, many lands do you think we're playing here? 24? Yeah, 24 would be the minimum I'd probably do. I think I like 24. I don't think I would, I don't, you know, we're going to be kind of mid-rangey anyway. We're going to be filtering through our deck. We can grab lands whenever we want, practically, with the amount that we're going to be filtering. Um, so I just added 24 Island just to just as a placeholder, and we're at 62 cards right now. Okay, so we actually need to cut two cards. Yeah, I mean, we could, is there anything better than Anticipate? There's got to be. Oh, I'm sure there probably is. Because I'm still not happy with that. Let's take a look here. Um, let me look at blue instance here. Because, I mean, there's take inventory, but that's a sorcery, though, isn't it? I believe so. I feel like we'd want to be able to draw cards at our end step, of course. Yeah. I mean, Anticipate is nice because it's... Um, instant speed but uh, I mean it's not great I'm definitely not in love with it yeah definitely oh let me see what else there is is there a three drop draw spell or th oh, three costs I'm, I'm certain there has to be let's see three and we'll do... There's catalog. Draw two cards and then discard a card instant. Catalog doesn't seem bad. That could be a placeholder. Is there anything else? Let's see. This is Epiphany. I don't think we want to be doing that. Uh, come on, no. Well, Artificer's Epiphany, the only artifact we have is Heatron Crawler. Yeah, that's that's not going to be good enough. Yeah. What about... No, that's bad. I was looking at pieces of a puzzle, but that's just for sorceries and instants. That's not what we want to be doing. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. It's all bad. Uh, I mean... Catalog might be our best bet for right now. Yeah. I mean, we still got to make we've still got to make two cuts, right? I mean, we're at sixty-two cards. Yeah. So we could just, I mean, how many anticipates do we have? Were we running the full four? Yeah, just full four. I I, I already cut anticipate out. Okay. Yeah, I would have just. I mean, maybe we throw in two catalogs or. 
Or we could just play another creature that draws cards, like Elvish Visionary or something like that. That wouldn't I mean, be bad. We, we wouldn't be filtering at that point, but it would still play to our curve, give us something that if we have to emergency block with, we can. And it's a two-drop, so that would help with our emerge a little bit. It would. You're right, it would. Um, oh, geez. Okay, so let me add in two Elvish Visionary. So that brings us up to 26 creatures. Um, at, do, at this point, do we need the Kiora at this point? I don't think we do. I, I don't think so either. I mean, what sh she's not really doing all that much for us anyway, is she? No, I mean, the only thing is her negative two helps us dig. And then if we wanted to not cut out any creatures, we could go down to three Oath and three Gather the Pack to cut out two more. Okay. And that would give us 60. Okay. Yeah. I think I like that. Okay. I think I like that. All right. And then let me just add lands. I'm going to want Lumbering Balls. Yes. Of course. At I least a two, maybe three. I think. Yeah. Let me add three. And then a playset of Yavamaya Coast. Yes. Um, I always like Evolving Wilds for mana fixing. Sure. I don't think we want more than maybe one or two, though. Okay. Um, God, what other lands are there? Um, what's the... There's no There's no dual land, is there, for... No. Not for green and blue, I don't believe. Besides That's... Lumbering Falls and um, Yavamaya Coast. Well, shit. I mean, I know there's a tap dual land, isn't there? But if we're going to add a tap dual land, might as well add yeah, a playset of Lumbering Fall. Yeah, I think I'd rather just have the full playset of Lumbering Fall, to be honest with you, if we're going to put in another tap dual land. Now, let's do that then. Do four Lumbering Falls. Um, yeah, and there's no shadow lands either that are going to help us. None mm -hmm. of the rare ones. Not that I'm seeing. Yeah, there's Woodland Stream. That's just the regular tapped one. Um, what about? All right, can we get a little tricky here? Because uh, we have how many creatures do we have? Twenty six right now. All right, I'm just gonna throw something out there and see what you think. Okay. What if we played a Westvale Abbey in this deck? Ooh. Just to give us another win condition. I would not mind that. Because, I mean, we've got a lot of low-level creatures. Yeah, a lot of them. And if we don't find an emerge creature or the emerge creature gets canceled, then we're sitting there with a board full of, of dorks that could just get sacked and make a giant 9-7. So i do no more than two. Oh, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. I don't even just know if one? we want two. I think we just want one. Okay. Yeah. If, if we have an opening hand with two abbeys in our opening hand and and no other lands, then we feel really terrible. Just okay. It does, it does only uh, tap for true colorless, so it's not like we can get anything else out of that. All right. So we're at twelve land right now. Um, fill the rest up with islands and forests. I would think so. I don't. I don't. I'm not seeing any other, like, 
I was looking. Where was the one I was? I was looking at Blighted Woodland, but I don't think we're we're not ramping, so I don't think we. Yeah, really we don't need to. That. Yeah, we don't need to worry about that. So I, there aren't any other, like. Yeah, I don't think there are any other kind of. Uh, oh, what's the word? Utility lands that are really going to help us all that much. Yeah. So, just for simplicity's sake, since I don't have a easy way to look look at how much uh, green mana and, and blue mana there are. And of course this could be fixed if we were really trying to play this deck. I just added six, four, six Island. I think that's fine. I mean, from what I'm seeing here, we're pretty much balanced both ways. So, I mean, it might be just a one or two in one direction or the other, but I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's fine. And plus with the evolving wilds, it's the mana fixing right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to save this deck. This is our first one. Let me make a new folder. Podcast Jank is what I'm going <laughs> to call it. Um, we can call this Simic Emerge. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Simple enough. I like it. All right, so we ready for the next card? Yeah, let's do it. All right, next card. Oh, no, I, I know, it's a good exercise in creativity. That's what I like about it. yeah. Um, all right, next card is... Ooh, this will be fun to build. Uh, okay. Galvanic Bombardment. Oh, boy. So you want to read what it does? Yeah, let me go ahead and pull it up here. Galvanic Bombardment. It is a single red for an instant. Galvanic Bombardment deals X damage to target creature, where X is 2 plus the number of cards named Galvanic, Galvanic Bombardment in your graveyard. So... Basically, the more of these that you have cast or have in your graveyard, the more that you get to shoot something for a single red man. Yeah, so it's a pretty nice shock. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a shock with upside. Oh, yeah. Which so, is very good. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So I've definitely added four of them in the deck. <laughs> I don't think we want anything else. Now, here's or the real question. Less, I mean... As soon as well, as soon as you got four of a single red mana card in your deck, immediately my first thought is: Are we going to go the full mono red aggressive? Because I don't think Galvanic Galvanic. No, I can't even say the card name. Bombardment. I don't think that that warrants to like a mono red aggro deck. Do you? Warrants a mono red aggro. Because um... because this only shoots creatures. Like if I if I could shoot somebody in the face with this card, I would say that we just go like full red burn you to the ground aggro. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Um, well, hmm, what colors could we go then? Because mono red, mono red sucks right now. Yeah, mono red is terrible. Well, that, I mean that's another reason not to go mono red. Honestly, when I see galvanic bombardment, I think of. I'm definitely thinking more of a slow mid-range to nearly a control deck. Because this is re all, all this card is is removal that gets bigger over time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're, not, you're never pointing this at somebody's face because you can't. And it gets better the more that there are. So you want to be, obviously, you want to be casting these early. And then, you know, you want to cast at least one, maybe two early and then cast... 
the rest of them towards the mid to late game. So I'm thinking we want a deck that kind of goes mid to late. So maybe like a maybe a big red deck or like a maybe a red black uh, red blue spells deck. Well, I was thinking red blue spells, but red's removal by itself isn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was almost thinking red black. For you know, grasp of darkness, languish. Um, I don't have a problem with that at all. And then you could do like goblin dark dwellers for creatures. Um, oh, I think you have to. <laughs> I think if we're playing a, a red black spells deck, I think you have to. Goblin dark dwellers. Um, shit. What else? Well, hold on. Let me put in grasp of darkness. Yep. Because that's just it's an instant if you're playing. Or instant, you know, put in if you're playing on black. And then I'm... are we are we playing the full four grasp or? Of course. Okay. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> oh no, I was just it... wondering because I mean, you know, we're gonna have to make sure that our mana is pretty good if we're playing a double black, uh, a single red into a double black. Yeah. We just need to make sure our fixing is good. Oh yeah, we can put in foreboding ru- ruins. Um, the other black red one. Yeah, we'll worry about mana later. Let's yeah. let's put it, let's put in some jank here. All right, we're, give me some jank. Give me some jank here. All right. I think I think we want read the bones. Oh yeah, definitely. Because we want to be able to draw cards, and read the bones is so good with Goblin Dark Dwellers. It's disgusting how good that card is with Goblin Dark Dwellers. I don't know if we want the full four or not, but. We definitely want that some of some number of that card in there for sure. Oh yeah, I, I put three in there. Okay, I like that. Uh, Goblin Dark Dwellers. What are some other creatures? Um, How many Dark Dwellers do you think? Are we going the full four, or do we want to just play? I I think we may not want to play the full four. I don't know. I have three right now. I mean, we yeah, can like always three. go up or down if we need to. No, I like three. Three seems like a good number. Oh, God. Are there any, like, really big creatures, like any bombs we could play? Hmm. Let's look at the creatures here. Well, I don't know about creature bombs. I mean, we got... I mean, if you want just... I, I mean, he's not big, but he's a bomb, is Kalidus. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, okay, he... Listen to this. All right. It's not a creature, but it's a big bomb if we're playing control. This okay. would just be if we're trying to build jank. What about I don't I'm hopefully I'm saying this right. Hedinus Trove. The five generic and two black enchantment when Hedinus Trove enters the battlefield, exile all cards from target opponent's graveyard. You may play land cards exiled with Hedonis's Trove. And you may cast non-land cards exiled with Hedonis Trove. You can't cast more than one spell this way each turn. Hedonis. It's he- he- Hedonis. Hedonis. Okay. Hedonis Trove. Yeah. What I mean, if we're going <laughs> jank, let's just go the full jank, man. I like this. Yes. Oh, let's you know, do it. Let's do, I mean, one, let's do one of those and then just get, uh, I don't know, two dark petitions. Sure. That way we can search it up. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because uh, with a lot of graveyards, I mean, 
like for when I'm playing Bant Company right now, my graveyard gets pretty big, and then with all this delirium and merge that's crap going was, on, yeah, that's what I was about to say. The amount of delirium and emerge and stuff that's going down right now, I don't, I, I, I don't see why we can't play a seven, a seven mana enchantment that lets us play cards out of their graveyard. That seems great. Oh, and here's another janky creature, J- just another janky one. Um, Deathbringer Regent. Oh, is that the one that blows everything up if you have something? I can't remember. Yeah, if there's five or more other creatures on the battlefield, destroy all other creatures. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that might be a little too janky for too janky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got we've already got a seven mana enchantment that we can search up with Dark Petition. I think. I mean, and Deathbringer Region is great in Commander. I mean, I have that guy in just about every black deck I build in Commander. Yeah, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Too, too jank. I think it's a little too crazy. <laughs> I have my limits. <laughs> I mean, maybe as a, I, I, okay. I will say this: I would not mind it as say maybe a one of. Um, oh yeah, I wouldn't do anything more than a one of. Okay, screw it. Let's. Well, yeah, we're throwing one of these in here. We're throwing one of these bad boys in here. Dragon that blows up the world. I like it. <laughs> What about Chandra Flamecaller, the Planeswalker? I feel like that's kind of a given. I mean, she's just too good. She's too good to leave out. Yeah, and good board wipe, too. Yeah. This is a, and and I think this kind of goes without saying, too, but this is definitely a four-language deck, isn't it? Oh, I can add four. I just I just put in two. Yeah. No, I, th- I think this is a four-language deck for sure. We want it, I mean, because... We want to do our busted stuff, and that requires seven mana. We need to survive to that late game. I think this, yeah, I think this is a four language deck for sure. Oh man, yeah, you're right. Um, shit, I was looking at this six cost dragon swift war kite. Four, it's four generic, a black and a red. When Swift Warkite enters the battlefield, you may put a creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield. That creature gains haste. Return it to your hand at the beginning of your next end step. Is, oh. there, is there any creature that could benefit us when it enters the battlefield? It's just if we keep putting it out there or something. It's at three or less. That's black or red. Let's see. I will narrow my search down. That's <laughs> red. I'm just going full jank here. It's just... Uh. <laughs> I love it. I actually want to build this. I'm more excited about this deck. This is I this this is what we live for right here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, jank. Give me your janky powers. Uh, target creature. Oh, I just thought of it. Okay. Um Fleshbag Marauder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Oh wait, 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 wait! No, hold on, hold on. No, I, I thought of something even better than Fleshbag Marauder. Um, wait, no shit, that's blue. I was gonna say Gisa and Garolf or Giraffe. Oh uh, no, and it's I think it costs four too. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no! It's not that one. Fuck no, no, no! What card was it? I was playing the deck in Magic Duels, and I kept on. There was a creature. That kept on allowing me to return Fleshbag Marauder every every turn. Return it? Like, return it to your hand? No, return it onto the battlefield. Um, shit, what was it? 
Uh... Oh, God. What? Or was it an enchantment? Shit. It was black. Okay. Um... I think it was a zombie, too. I'm going to sort by zombies here. Because this would go really good with a black-red control deck. Well, yeah, if we can just keep bouncing something back to the battlefield every turn. I'm trying to find it. I don't... Oh, what was it? Unless it was just a... um... Unless it was just a... Fuck. Maybe, maybe it was a Magic Duels only card. Or it could have been an older card that they just had in Magic Yeah. Duels. They do that sometimes too. Shit. I got super excited for no reason. Yeah, I'm not I'm not whatever it is, I'm not finding it. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. Bummer. On, I'm still looking maybe it was an enchantment or <laughs> I'm determined. <laughs> I mean, find it and we're throwing them in here for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. I could have swore it was. Fuck, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it had to have been a Magic Duels only card because I yeah, have no idea. I'm, I'm not finding it. Because I could see everybody playing that. Or not everybody, but just. Yeah, people would be trying to get it played. For sure. Yeah. Especially well, if you could hit whatever it is, if you could hit it off of Coco. <laughs> I mean, that would just... I think more people would be playing like a green-black Coco deck. Yeah, yeah, it had to have been a Magic Duels-only card. Oh, well, shit. Well, Flashback Marauder's still not bad, but I don't think it's worth putting in if we're just going to have one Swift War Kite, though. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it, it's it's hilarious, but I don't think... I don't know if it's good enough. <laughs> yeah... It is hilarious, though. And I don't even think putting in that swift workite is worth it. I no, think. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think we're going to have all that many creatures in this deck either. This looks like a pretty much true, like a true blue control deck that's going to have like maybe uh, six or seven creatures tops, and the rest is all removal and ways to get to our big late game stuff. Yeah, so I've got four Kalidus, three Goblin, and one Deathbringer Regent so far. Okay. So that's eight creatures. It's probably all we really need as far as creatures go. Yeah. Do we even want the full four Kalidus? No, we could go down to three. Yeah, since he's legendary, we may just want to go down to Oh, that's right. He is legendary. Fuck, I forgot about that. He'd be really broken if he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit. Be a little scary. So that's um, 27 cards so far. I think we'd probably want to do 25 lands. Yeah, that seems fine to me. Let me just put in 25 Swamp as a placeholder. Just so we have an idea of how many cards we have. All right, so we have 52 cards so far. Um, there's got to be other removal. Um, oh, well, I mean, there's more than enough removal. I think we need some more cheapish removal, maybe. Or maybe we want... Uh, 
ruinous path, maybe one or two copies to deal with uh, opposing planeswalkers. Yes, I like that. Two of those. Um, what are your thoughts on collective brutality or collective defiance? I love, I mean, I'll say that I love collective defiance. I think that card is really, really good. So do I. I don't remember what collective uh, brutality does. Collective brutality, it's one in a black sorcery that has escalate costs of discarding a card. And you choose one or more target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose an instant or sorcery card from it and that player discards it. Target creature gets negative two, negative two until end of turn and target opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's good enough for our deck. I think that'd be better in like a delirium shell. Yeah, it would be. Just because we're discarding cards to fuel this card. Um, but Collective Defiance is awesome. I mean, this card this card is bloody fantastic. And do we want to put in like an incendiary flow for a lightning strike? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. If I put in four of them, that puts us to 60 cards. Yeah, I think we definitely want Incendiary Flow, and the, the full four seems good. How many collective are we going to play? I just put in two. Yeah, that's Because the fun. double red is a little much. Yeah, it's going to be a little prohibitive. I mean, we've, we've got a ton of black in this deck and really not a whole lot of red, so... Yeah, so far we've got... Let me see how much removal we... Or not removal, but how many spells we've got that we can return with Goblin Dark Dwellers. Um, oh, we can return all but Languish and Dark Partition. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty solid. Because that's all we really want to be doing anyway, right? Yeah, we want to be killing their creatures, controlling the board, and then just chipping at them slowly. Yeah, and then, I mean, our win conditions are Chandra, we can sometimes win with Kalidus, and then Deathbringer Regent oh, yeah. as, like a, as an oh shit button. And then Hedin, how do you say Hedinus? Hedinus Trove, too, is another win condition, where they're just like, what the fuck is that? And you're just like, yeah, what? Yeah, you don't know what this is? <laughs> Guess what? Now, your deck? I'm gonna play with your deck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love this janky mess so much. This is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. I love it. I love it. So that's 60 cards right there. Um, you want to move on to the land? Yeah, we need to work on this mana a little bit. Um, Hold on. Let me unfilter. Not let go by land. Let's see. We definitely want foreboding ruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the shit? What's the dual land? The black red dual land? What's it called? Uh, Smoldering Marsh. Yes. Yeah, definitely four of those. Um, some evolving wilds for mana fixing. Uh huh. Like three of them again? You think? I think yeah. I think for this deck. I mean, we. I think we played like two or three in the last one, and I think this deck we definitely want three, just because we have so many doubles. Yeah. I mean, we've got oh, just about every card in our deck is either double black or double red. So, 
we are going to want as much fixing as we can get our grubby little paws on. And there's no creature land that we can use, no. There's no, no I don't think so. pain land we can use, which we don't even really need pain land. Um, no. Uh, let me see what else. Oh, I was about to say Bajuka Bog, but that's Commander. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Um, well, no, isn't there Blighted Fen? We could probably... There's Blighted Fen and there's Blighted Gorge. Blighted Gorge kind of sucks. Blighted Fen might not be too bad as maybe one of or two. Yeah, let's do a one of, of that. Okay, I like that. Just gives us an extra out. Some more removal. Um, I can't think of anything else here. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. At all. Cinder Barrens for another tap, but that's slowing us down. It's a it's a tap land, but I mean... Maybe two of them? Yeah, I wouldn't go more than two at the most. I mean, you know, if, if anything... We, we've seen in the past how when we have mana that's not perfect that these into the battlefield tap lands are still playable. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. Uh, hold on, let me see. There's no red or black. What about, alright, what about this? What about Mirror Pool? Oh, that's the uh, the spell copying one, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it would only be used really late game, but... We do need colorless to activate it but i mean if we've got blighted then that taps for colorless so that's so we could add one mirror pool and maybe another blighted fend just yeah i think if we're gonna if we're gonna have uh, a mirror pool in there we should have at least one more blighted fen all right just, uh, just to make sure that we can hit colorless <clears throat> when we want to Ooh, and what would be good is as another backup where, say, we get Deathbringer region out, wipe the board, and then they get the board back up again, and you can use Mirror Pool to copy Deathbringer region and wipe the board again. Boom. Or Goblin Dark Dwellers. Wait, no, Goblin is, yeah, when it enters the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Goblin Dark Dwellers. Is that an ETB or is that a. No, it's yeah, ETB. Yeah. Yeah, that seems that seems real good. I'm fine with that. All right. Um, then I guess the rest swamp and mountain. We have 15 lands right now, so just add five of each, just for. I mean, like I'm sure we'd have to, you know, add or subtract one or two of them, but yeah. So yeah, that's 60 cards right there. This seems like a really fun deck. This looks hilarious, and I really want to try it. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna save the deck list. I'll, I'll say I'll I'll post them all up so you could see it. Um, oh, I'm using I'm using deck builder, so I've got. Oh, okay. I got it stashed here. Um, sure. What could be the name of this deck? Hedonist. Hedonist destruction. I don't know. I just like calling hedon. I just like calling it hedonist. <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> hedonist bot. What does hedonist even mean? 
You know, uh, it's it's like overindulgence. Like, uh, did you ever watch Futurama? A long, long time. When it first, when it very first came on, but there was a uh, there was a robot on that show called Hedonist Bot, and he was just a he was a robot of a guy laying on like a Grecian sofa, and uh, he would just do stuff like cover himself in peanut butter and have orgies and stuff, and he was just overindulgent. And he was called the Heat in the Spot. That's the only reason why I remember that word ever, is Heat in the Spot. Wow. <laughs> All right, so I think I may definitely actually try that deck out on X-Mage, just to <laughs> see where it goes. I mean, I'm looking at this right now, and I know I have all of these cards. So I might just build this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be so funny. Um, all right, let's get on to our next card. <laughs> this right. one, um, oh, I, I, I feel like we could spend hours just trying to make that <laughs> oh, <laughs> even absolutely. better. Um, all right, our next one, Strange Augmentation. It is a one black enchantment aura. You enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. Delirium, enchanted creature gets an additional plus two, plus two, as long as there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard. All right, so this is a Delirium aggro deck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So we want Delirium aggro. Do we want to go just pure black for zombies? We could do that. Uh, If we go zombies, then it should probably be black blue just so that we can get some of the self mill that blue offers yeah okay um so if we want to go zombies we could go that route if we want to go just straight up aggro like beat you in the face i think we would uh i think we could go black green as well just because that gives us access to termogoyf or i call it termogoyf what is that card it's the one in a green sylvan no, the fungus. What is it? Uh, the uh, Moldgraf Scavenger. Moldgraf Scavenger. He is the zero four for one. Oh. That if you have Delirium, he gets plus three plus zero. So he's a. I three, forgot about him. He's a three four as long as you have Delirium. So I just call him Termagoy. <laughs> oh shit! Um. So I, I guess it just depends on what I mean. If we want to be, if we want to be just straight up beat your face down, I think I'd rather go green black. If we want to go with a little bit more finesse, I like the idea of doing a a, a, a blue black zombies build. Is if we go blue black zombies, well, that kind of doesn't really fit the. I guess what we're trying to do because if we're trying to do delirium, it's. Is there many zombies that benefit from Delirium? I don't know about benefit from Delirium, but blue-black zombies is really good at creating Delirium. Just because you get, you know, the the zombies that mill you, um, uh, Gia and Giralf, or Giralf and Gia, I can't remember what that card is named. Um, so I, it, would, it would be less of a Delirium-themed deck and more like a Zombies-themed deck that has this card and maybe a couple of other Delirium cards stapled in there, but it wouldn't be like a Delirium deck. We would just happen to get Delirium all the time because of the cards that we would play. But uh, if we want to stick with the Delirium theme, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to... Hmm. As if we were going to go blue-black... 
I don't think I'd want to go any higher than three costs with creature. Well, no, no, four costs. You'd have to go at least four. Yeah, four. We, we want access to some of those really nice zombies at four drop. Yeah, Gisa and Giralf and Risen Executioner. Yeah. Um, if we went green-black... Uh, I feel like if we went green-black, it would... I don't know. Green just makes it too easy to build. It does. I mean, it, it practically it's just builds so, itself. I know, it's <laughs> so much powerful stuff in green. I mean, we could we could take the harder road here and just go for the blue-black zombie build. Well, let's do that. Alright. Green-blue. I mean, blue-black. Alright, here. Alright, so... Uh, what's the card? Strange Augmentation. Strange Augmentation. I'll add about three of them in there. Yeah, I don't think you want too much more than that. Hmm. Oh, let's see. What else here? What else we got? Crit Breaker. That wouldn't be bad. That could help us yeah. not only get Delirium, but you start putting more tokens out. Yep. I like that. I, I, I like that as even a four of. And you tap three untapped zombies you control and draw a card. Lose a life. Who cares? Yeah. About life. That's, I think that's great. Um. What about Dark Salvation? Dark Salvation? Which one's that? Dark Salvation? Target player Ooh. puts X2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield. Then, one, then up to one target creature gets minus one, minus one for each zombie that player controls. Oh my god, if we were to do that, then... Jeez, go, going green would almost be good, because then you could do Cryptolithrite to help you add more mana. Well, but think about it this way. If we're playing it as just a straight-up blue-black zombies deck, you know that you can cast Dark Salvation where X equals zero. But if you have zombies already on the table, whatever you're targeting with this is still going to get minus one, minus one for each zombie you control. Oh shit! So I didn't think could, of it like that. This could just be like a one mana. That thing gets minus four, minus four because I already have four zombies for a single black. Holy shit! That's a. I didn't think of it like that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, and then in the late game, this just makes us a horde of zombies. Like if we happen to just get flooded, like this, this just becomes a flood of zombies. And in the early game, it's like, I have two zombies out. I'll just kill that for one mana. That seems perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I mean, of course we're going to want Liliana the Last Hope in there. I think we have to. As much as it pains me to say, I think we have to. <laughs> shit, we could even do um, maybe one or two Liliana Heretical Healer. Uh, yeah. Because that helps us at least build some more zombies when she flips. Um, yeah, I like that. We definitely want Diagraph Colossus, a four of for that. Because yes. that's that's a must in a zombie deck. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I think you play zombies is for that card. Um, How do you feel about Restless Dead? Restless? Why didn't that show up? Restless Dead? Or, I'm sorry, uh, Relentless. Relentless Dead. Oh, Restless. Relentless Dead. Menace, when it dies, you may pay a black. If you do, return it to... When... 
it's a, I mean, it's a way that we can bounce zombies back from our graveyard to the battlefield. Ooh, bounce back fleshbag marauder. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is something we could do. Oh yeah, let me get fleshbag in there. Oh shit. So. Yeah. Okay. Get fleshbag in there. And so Relentless Dead could help us return that. Um, Liliana the Last Hope could help us return Fleshbag. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Heretical Healer. When she flips into Defiant Necromancer, we can use her minus X to return something. This is just turning into a Fleshbag Marauder deck. That's what it is. I mean, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Risen Executioner, of course. Yep. You want a zombie lord. I say no more than two. Yeah, I don't... I mean, he's good, but I am I would be terrified to draw really more than one of him in a game anyway. You may cast Risen Executioner if you pay one more to cast it for each other creature card in your graveyard. Plus, um, yeah, the more creatures okay. we have in our graveyard, it gets more expensive to return. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so yeah, I think just I think just two is fine. Plus we're plus we have Diagraph Colossus anyway, which kind of feels like a zombie lord, even though he's not. So yeah, I I think just two for Risen Executioner is fine. Yeah, he keeps pooping out zombies, so that's always good. Um. So what do we got so far? Because I think I'm a little lost on it. Oh, we have nothing but black so far. Um, we've got four Crypt Breakers. Four Diagraph, four Fleshbag Marauder, two Liliana Hereticals, four Relentless Dead, two Risen Executioner, three Strange Augmentation, three Liliana The Last Hope, and three Dark Salvation. Okay. We need... Ooh, you know? who? Oh, wait, that's pretty expensive. Six six drop. Let's say Noose Graph Mob. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's a bit expensive, though. I think that's a little. I think that's a little more than we can handle. Plus, we do. We want to not forget that we need to find a way to get delirium somehow for our strange augmentation. So, we need some. So we've got creature. We've got planeswalker sorcery. What's that? What about wailing ghoul? Wailing ghoul. It's a one and a three. Enders the battlefield. Put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard but I th wait hold on isn't there uh a... i think there's a better version of that somewhere yeah i thought there was one that if it goes in your graveyard you can pay so much to get it back or am i or am i thinking of something else here um i thought it was another zombie that's in standard right now well let's see to get it back uh, it's not that one. It's not that one. No, I'm not sure which one it is. Oh, I'm thinking of Sanitarium Skeleton. Never mind. Oh, okay. No, we don't want it's that. It's getting it confused. Look like a zombie to me. Well, do we want to just keep this mono black? Or do we want to splash in a second color here? 
right now, I mean, mono black seems like it's working out pretty well. Um, because we've got some, I mean, we do get some fun tools if we want to branch out into blue. We certainly do not have to, because I do like the direction that we're going so far. But we do get some really fun stuff in blue, like uh, uh, Ingenious Scob and uh, Compelling Deterrence. But I don't know if those are good enough to warrant splashing blue or going into blue at all. Well, if we're going to go mono black, we need Grasp of Darkness for removal. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, and, and that gives us uh, instant as well. Yeah. So we got Planeswalker, Sorcery, Instant, Enchantment, and Creatures, and Lands. I um, think we want... What was the... Uh, oh, the other Collective card that we were looking at last time. Collective Brutality? Yeah. Do we want that in this deck so that way we can fuel our delirium a little bit? Yeah, we could do that. We could um put like two or three of them because it to escalate discard a card. Yeah, I think I I think I like I think I like two. I don't think we need to go. I mean, well, I, I, you know, give something minus two, minus two. We could go three. Alright, so we got three of those. Four grass with darkness, right? Oh, of course. Right. <laughs> Can't have anything. Just else. double checking. And that gives us 35 cards without lands right now. We can go pretty low on our land curve here, can't we? Yeah, because so far the highest costing mana is four. Yeah. Could we play 21 lands? Or is that too few? Oh, man. Um, let's see, if we did 21 lands, that would put us at... I've got 57. All right, I'm missing a card somewhere. Okay, I've got four Crypt Breaker, four Diagraph, four Flesh Bag, two Liliana Hereticals, four Relentless Dead, two Risen Executioner, Three Strange Augmentation, four Grasp, 21 Swamp, three Liliana, three Collective, and three Dark Salvation. There it was. Okay, I was missing one of the uh, Dark Salvations. Okay. All right. Uh, so, 21 Swamp. Hmm. I mean, I think, I think we can get away with 21. Because really, I mean, we've got two cards that cost four. And we've got three costs cards that could cost a lot more but only really if we get flooded and even then it's not really even a necessity to cast our salvation for a lot so really our curve basically tops out at three but we do have a lot of three drops do you want to do oath of liliana to help with removal i wouldn't mind it i mean that gives us another enchantment and plus, if we put Lilian, either of the Lilianas get into the battlefield, we get another zombie token. That's also true. I like that. So I just put two of those in there. That puts us at 59. So we get one left, huh? What kind of, what kind of craziness can we put in there with one copy? A jank? Yeah. Let's, jank. Let's, get one, let's get one piece of crazy jank in this deck with the last card in this deck. Okay... Yeah, that's kind of shit. Um, 
do Behold the Beyond. <laughs> I don't know what that does. What does it do? It's five five generic, two black, discard your hand, search your library for three cards, and put those cards into your hand, then shuffle your library. Uh, Basically, uh, a, re- a demonic tutor for... Oh, a- oh I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Or, oh, no, you want some jank? We can put Nightmare in there. Yes! <laughs> the, the Nightmare Horse. Or the Nightmare Horse. <laughs> and, then, and then they somehow do, like, uh, and all your swamps are gone. Like, no, Nightmare! <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Why not? Hell yeah, and then... You would, I would love to see the reaction of the, your opponent's face. Like, why are you playing Nightmare in a deck? <laughs> Especially if it's like, oh man, my, my low curve zombie deck. Oh, I'm flooding out. What am I going to. Nightmare! <laughs> and you've got like tw- 10, is, 11 swamp out. This is my 12 12 flying Nightmare horse. Do something about it. <laughs> Ooh, and it could eventually help you against Emrakul, too. Oh! I love it. It has the possibility of being a twenty-one twenty-one. Yeah. And then they ultimate price it. Fuck. Well, okay. <laughs> yes, it dies to literally everything, but I you know, I like it too much not to put it in there. And as a one of, I think it's fine. Alright. Alright, so we are done with this deck. I'm gonna call it Nightmare Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I love this. All right, let's get on to the next one here. The next card. Uh, this one's kind of boring. Be pretty easy. Um, Sigardian Priest, if you want to read what it does. Yeah, let me pull it up here. Oh. Oh. There we go. So Sigardian Priest is one and a white for a 1-2 human cleric. That is one and tap. To tap target non-human creature. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, we could do the easy thing and do mono white humans, or we could do the fun thing and build some jank. Well, you know how much I love the jank. So, <laughs> and and you know, I don't think you know. Yeah, even building a mono white humans deck around this guy just seems bad. So. <laughs> If we're going to build a shitty deck, I mean, let's let's go full shitty here and build a jank deck. I mean, come on. <clears throat> well, immediately my first, like, thing that popped up in my head, we could either go blue-white or blue-white-green for some control, do, like, a prison-type deck. Okay. So, like, yeah, just a full lockdown deck. So let me get Sigardian's Priest in there. Four of that, because you want to be able to... Tap target non-human. Fuck, if they're... Hu- <clears throat> they're humans, though. That's where it sucks. Well, if they're humans, then we're just boarding out all four of our Sigardian Priests. I guess. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, it hurts me even to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, So do we want to go blue-white or blue-white-green for Bant? You know the only the only reason I say green is for Tamio. Yeah. No, I I think we're going full bant. Let's just go full bant prison with this thing. 
All right. Okay, so some prison cards can do. We need pacifism. Sure. So where they can't do anything. Um, shit, what's that other enchantment? That's a white enchantment that's just like pacifism, but it costs one more. <clears throat> costs one more? Let me get to the three drops down here. Yeah, it's two and a white. Bound by Moonsilver? Oh, no, Choking Restraints. Oh, okay. And that, that has the possibility of exiling the creature, too. Oh, Bound by Moonsilver. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Okay. Oh, shit. We could do that one, too. <laughs> yeah. I think I like Choking Restraints a little bit better. I don't know if we want both. I mean, we want... Hmm. Or no, you know you know what's even better for blue? The, um... Shit, the 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 one that it shows the on the card where they're trapping Emrakul. Um, oh shit, what uh, is it called? You know it's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I think so. Where is it? Oh, what imprison in the moon? Ah, yeah. I mean, the downside it does give them technically another land. But it will shut off their planeswalkers or their big creatures, or yeah, and, and it's just giving them a colorless land anyway. So I mean, if they're not taking full advantage of true colorless, then I don't, I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, and I mean, this gets what this gets rid this gets planeswalkers. Yeah, it's yeah, it gets I th nasty. I think we need to play this. I think we need to play this. Because not only does this get rid of Planeswalkers, but you can also hit... Oh my god, you can hit other lands with this card? Holy fuck yes, four card, four copies of this. Immediately. Yep. Done. It's already I just, done. I want to lock some... <laughs> I want to use this to lock somebody off of a color so bad. I mean, did you ever did you ever play back in the day when uh, when we had Spreading Seas? Uh, when was Spreading Seas out? I don't think so. Oh, that felt so good. I I love spreading seeds. Oh, that was yeah. No, I wasn't playing then. But it's the same idea, you know, just like yeah. basically locking them off of a color. Ah, oh, it felt so good. Let's see what other type of prison are there. Any creatures that can do anything similar to Sigardia priests that, that are lock creatures that could lock them down or. Oh, geez. Um, well, I mean, there's plenty of, like, tap creatures, like uh, Chroma Jailer. Um, uh, I don't like I don't like that two and a white. No, I don't. I, I mean, I don't particularly like it, but <laughs> it's uh, you. We could do. We could do send asleep for an instant tap up to two target creatures. And if we have spell mastery, but no, isn't there something else that that there was another instant that can do something similar? That's just a tap down thing. There's there's always at least one of those. Oh, what like is frost it? Frost breath. Um, let's see. 
a chilling grasp. Tap up the two target creatures, but it's two and a blue. Yeah, I think that might be a little too high, though. Yeah, I I think when we when we want to lock something down, we want to lock it down for good, not just tap it for a turn like that. Unless it's a repeatable tap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the priest at least is a repeatable tap that we can do over and over again. I think that's the kind of thing we want. We want repeatable prison effects. We don't have anything that says, oh, yes, we do, actually. Yes, we do. What? We want Archangel of Tides in this deck. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting two in there. Because the triple white is a little painful, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, we may want to just, let's see, what did, what did we have green for? Oh, for Tamiya. I mean, we can always get rid of her and do blue-white. Because Tamiya... You know, when I'm thinking about it, Tamiya doesn't do much for us right now. No, I mean, she does. Maybe draw a card. I mean, she does let us draw an insane amount of cards. She does let us tap two creatures. I think she's. Or, or non land permanents. Yeah. Do you think she's our only green card? Well, I'm, I'm trying to look at some of the green cards that aren't just, you know, the basic, you know, green good stuff. And I'm not seeing much that's really... I think she might just be our only green card. In that case, if she's just a very light green splash, you know, maybe off of uh, even just like a Lumbering Falls or something like that, then we could probably hit Trip White without too big a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Um, I'm not seeing really anything else in green that fits our shell here. Yeah, neither am I. Oh, let's see here. <clears throat> We could... No, that's blue and black. Um... I'm just going to search can't attack and see what that comes up with. Okay. So we've got... Well, we got suppression bonds. That's another, that's, another pacif, that's another pacifism like effect, but it also hits non land everything. Permit. Everything yeah. that's not land. I'm going to add two of those in there. So, what do we got so far here? We've got 22 cards, 2 Archangels, 4 Sigardian Priest, 4 Choking, 4 Imprisoned, 4 Pacifism, 2 Suppression Bonds, and 2 Tamiyo. Um, how, how do we win? 
<laughs> at this point? How do we win? I mean, if we... Well, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, do you do we want to get crazy? Because we can get crazy. I mean, we could do Dragonlord Ojitai as a two-of. I mean, yeah. Because getting yeah. to five won't be hard. No, it certainly will not be. And then plus it protects itself while when it comes out, except for languish effects. Um, we could go super gross and try to meld. What, Gisela and Bruna? Yeah. Well, the only way I can think of we're going to get that done is if we... Well, we may need Thalia's Lancers, though. Oh. Just to help us dig. Yeah. I don't like that nearly as much now that I look at it. I mean, we could do a one-of for each. Yeah, I mean, I like... The only reason I like Bruna in this deck is that she can, you know, in a pinch, she can return even just our Archangel of Tides. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, I think Archangel of Tides is probably going to be one of the better cards in this deck. Yeah, definitely. Um, we could do a summary dismissal just for uh, exile everything or... Well, if we're going to go a little bit more prison, we do need some counters or some sort of control. Yeah, I think we need I think we need counters and uh probably want the our bad white sweeper. The bad white sweeper, what's that? The planar outburst? Is that the one that we have right now is planar out Yeah, planar outburst is the white sweeper we have right now. Yeah. Ugh. I know, it sucks. So bad. <laughs> we could do... We could do Call the Gate Watch. <laughs> yeah. Just to get Tamio out. Um, I mean, we could just play that plus Gideon. I mean, I don't know. Kithian? Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, that seems really bad. Uh, shoot, what else is there? Oh, we could do Sheer Drop, Destroy Target Tap Creature. Well, that does rely on them being tapped, though. If they play Sylvan, no, that's not going to work. Well, why not? Okay, okay. Oh, here. wait, no, no, yeah, you tap with Sigardian. Yeah, you know, that's not, that's not half bad. There you go, I'm putting in four of them. And yeah. plus it has Awaken if we need it. That's not half bad at all. I think I like it. And especially since we can just tap with our tapper and then blow something up. Okay, I like that. Alright, do we want a single jank card in there? Oh, always. Uh, Clone Legion? Yeah! <laughs> Actually, wait, no, because that's going to blow up some legendaries. Yeah, nah, I, don't, I don't think we want that. <laughs> I don't think we want that. Poor Clone uh, Legion. <laughs> You're never going to see play Clone Legion. Or we could do Profound Journey. Oh, what does that do? It's five and two white return target permanent card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Has rebound. Oh. Uh, yeah. Just a one of. Yeah. Why not? 
Hey, think about it. You play it one turn and you get back. I don't know. You get Bruna back on the back on the field, which and Gisela comes back with it. And then, boom, you cast it again, and I don't know, you get back Archangel or something. And then now you have a melded Bruna and Gisela and an Archangel, and they can't block you. So, boom. I don't know. Just something. I like it. I like <laughs> it. What about, a, what about a one of Descend Upon the Symbol? Ooh. Oh, no. I don't know. We might not be able to get Delirium in this deck. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get Delirium with this. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's good enough if we can't get to delirium. Um What else is there? Right now I have thirty three cards. How many lands are we thinking? Twenty five? I think we have to play at least twenty five. We have to hit I mean, we gotta play this is a true control deck basically, so we're gonna have to play this deck where we have to hit every land drop. All right, so. let me add in 25 planes, and that puts us at 58 cards now. So it leaves us with two more. And do we still want Tamio? That one I'm still really on the fence about. Yeah, I mean, she does seem good. She seems really good for what we're trying to do here, but does, is she good enough to justify the green splash? Yeah, because the only way I see us getting green is if we play, like, Canopy Vista or Prairie Stream. No, not Prairie Stream, but Canopy Vista and Evolving Wilds and put one forest in there. But if we get that one forest and, you know, a Canopy Vista in the opening hand, that's going to slow us down a little bit. Yeah. Uh... I mean, the only other one I can think of that could be even useful is either Gideon or Jace. Planeswalker wise? Yeah. I think it I think it would have to be Gideon. Because I don't think Jace is I mean Jace is fine, but I don't see really what Jace does for us. I mean lets us draw and <clears throat> return target creature to its owner's hand. This is a uh, uh Unraveler of Secrets Jace, yes? Yeah. Baby Jace doesn't doesn't seem to be good for us, even if we flip it. No, it doesn't do nearly enough. Um, I yeah, mean, I, I guess I like I like Unraveler Secrets Jace here. All right, so let me get rid of Tamio and add in two Unravelers. <clears throat> do we want to add in to finish it off? Add in two Gideons. That could be another I, win con. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, Gideon itself is is a good win condition yeah and and it's also going to draw fire i mean in a pinch you know we just play gideon and they're going to want to kill it right away anyway so i think that's fine oh yeah <clears throat> shit this seems better than the blue white prison deck i tried to build the other day shit i may play this uh, actually <laughs> hey i may give it a shot it seems fine i mean the deck seems good yeah, I mean, is... Oh, wait, oh, wait, we didn't do lands. Hold on. I forgot about lands. Um, Prairie Stream is a must. Yep. Uh, was that Pretty Port Town? All, yeah, I would just play all the blue-white... Uh, the, all the good blue-white lands. 
maybe two evolving wilds as a mana fix. Sure. Um, no, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any creature lands. Nope. Um, I don't see any of the utility lands being all that great for us. Do we want any of the tapped blue-white lands? Uh, I would say at least two. Oh, Just, I mean, what is it called? What are what is it called? I'm trying to find it. It's got to be something coast. I don't know. Oh, Meandering River. There we go. There we go. So two of those. Um, I just saw a land that might be decent for this deck. Um, well, I don't know. Skyline Cascade? Just a one of? Is that when, the one that lets you draw? No, when it enters, it enters Battlefield Tap and it taps a target creature... And doesn't untap until it's controller's next untap step? Yeah, I mean, we could play that in the place of one of our islands. I don't see that being a bad idea. Just to give us one more piece of tap. Okay. Um... Are there any other lands that may help this deck here? You know, the way we're going, I may have to split this podcast into two parts. <laughs> hey, you know, I would not mind that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we, we can finish recording the whole time, but I just mean I could, just may have to split it up into two. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're putting together some decent decks here, which I'm, I'm a fan of, so. Oh, yeah. Um, no, the Sandstone Bridge wouldn't be good for this. It doesn't really do much for us. No, I don't, I don't think... Yeah, I don't yeah, like. I, it. I don't. I don't think that there's really anything else we can put in there, land-wise. Nothing else looks good enough to me. All right, so let me. Let's see. We got thirteen lands, so that leaves us with twelve. Do six and six, just for just simplicity's fun. sake. Yeah. So that is sixty. We can call this. I don't know. Angel Prison. Angel Prison, yeah. Or Don't Drop the Soap. Don't Drop the Soap. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yes, I'm oh, renaming it. Better. Oh my god, so much better. <laughs> don't Drop the Soap. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. All right, next card. 